Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Adela. Hi, Mr. Uncle Eric, it's Adela. I'm 11 years old. My What If question is, what if Fred the Dog came to What Is World to go to Iceland to see the Northern Lights? And he kept getting his tongue stuck on the ice. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Adela. It's so great to hear from you. And I have always wanted to see the Northern Lights. So I guess Fred and I will just have to pack up and take a quick trip to Iceland. Huh. You know, come to think of it, I haven't seen Fred. Fred, you know, if you went to Iceland without me, then I can't really narrate the story for you. And if he's in Iceland, he can't really hear me either. Well, listen, we've got another question from a patron named Keelan. But I can't very well play it unless I know where Fred is. You know, maybe if we start the story, then at least you kids can find out where Fred is and let me know later? I I really don't know how What If World works sometimes. But let's find out. What if Fred came to Iceland to see the Northern Lights and kept getting his tongue stuck on the ice? Ah, oh, Fred, when will you learn? It all started a couple weeks ago, after I accidentally threw all of What If World into a time vortex, and then sent half the characters to What Is World, and then I don't really know where everybody else has been this whole time. Mr. Eric's actually been kind of worried about it, and I heard him talking to Ginger the Loyal. Now in What If World, doggies can't talk, but in What Is World, they can't talk, But I always know what Ginger is thinking because she's my sister. So it sort of went like this. (sighs) Ah, Ginger, we're in a real mess here. No, everything is right with the world because you are petting me. I know, girl. You're worried too. I am rarely worried when you are home. It's just all the What If World characters are lost and it's like I don't even know how to tell a story anymore. If something is lost, you just have to sniff it out. And between you and me, Fred just hasn't been much help. I mean, it's not his job to fix all of this, but I just- You want Fred to come here so that you may pet him too. You have two hands, so that would be acceptable. No, Ginger. You're such a good listener. I would say the same of you. But Fred just ran away to Iceland, and you didn't even notice. I love you too, Ginger. And so I booked a first-class flight to Iceland. Using Mr. Daddy's little hard piece of plastic that isn't fun to chew on. (sighs) Now normally they don't let dogs just walk on planes, but I was determined to do this on my own. So I had Alabaster Zero take me on a plane. Oh Fred, there you are. After the time Vortex spat me out in this airport, I decided to wait until someone came and found me and you finally did. There's no time for chit-chat, Alabaster Zero. I gotta find all the lost What If characters, and I have to do it on my own. Great, I'll help. No, I just need you so I can get on the plane. But I'm like, 
A world famous detective. A what if world famous detective, maybe. That stings. And so I arrived in Iceland, determined to show Mr. Eric that I could fix my own mistakes and I didn't need anybody's help. But then, while traveling the hills and fjords in search of the lost what if characters, I found a shiny stick rhymed with ice. So, of course, I licked it. And now this is happening. Hey, uh, Fred, do, do you need a little help with that tongue, you know, stuck on the ice? No, I'm just taking a quick stick break. Then I'm gonna find all the people and also probably see the northern lights, because, I mean, I'm here. Okay, it's just, we've only gotten like 20 feet from the airport, and now your tongue appears to be stuck on the... It's nothing a little dirt won't fix. <laughs> and just like that, after only a minute of licking a hard clump of dirt, I managed to rub the frozen stick off my tongue. Uh, okay, y you did it by yourself. Y your tongue does look a little red. Maybe I can get you some balm or... Oh, sure, blow me up! That'll help. Not bomb, bomb. Bomb, bomb? <sighs> we should really get your hearing checked, Fred. And so, not hearing the last thing Alabaster said, I headed off into the wild wilderness. The sun was already beginning to set, because the days are pretty short up here in the winter. And I guess when it gets dark here, the sand goes black too, which was weird. And I found myself on a beach. Staring up at the beautiful David Borealis. I think you were thinking of David Boreanis, and that is not him. Those are the Northern Lights. But I heard he was an angel. He was in a show called Angels, a really old show. I, no one's gonna understand what you're talking about. Breathtaking, isn't he? The Northern Davids? Um, sure. And so we stared at the Aurora Borealis and talked about all his TV and film credits. Well, I like Bones, because he was a detective, you know? And I like this show, where he dances up in the sky in the form of multicolored light. Okay, so that's a naturally occurring phenomenon. Things had been changing so fast in What If World and What Is World recently. And taking some time to stare up at this amazing American actor turned Icelandic astronomical event. Finally gave me time to think. What you thinking about, Fred? I was just getting to that. I'm sorry, if you were narrating in your head, I, I, I can't hear that. Stuff's weird on What Is World, right? Stuff is weird on What Is World, I thought. But I wouldn't agree with Alabaster. Why wouldn't he just let me do this by myself? I need to prove to everybody that I'm a good dog. Fred, your tongue is stuck on the ice again. Well, why did they put this ice everywhere anyway? You know, when I'm stressed, sometimes I throw myself into a detective case. And I try to block out the rest of the world. But I look up at this sky, and I wonder if my friends and my loved ones are looking up there too. And if we're all somehow connected, even if we're not together right now. Easy for you to say, Alabaster. You didn't scatter everyone you know across the dimensions. Well, not this time anyway. Mr. Eric is unhappy. It's my job to make him happy. <laughs> um, has he ever told you that? No, but he likes when I come and snuggle up next to him. That's because he finds joy in your company. That doesn't mean you're responsible for his feelings. 
When I find everyone and get them back to what is world, everyone's gonna be happy. And they're all gonna say, you're such a good boy, Freddy, we love you. <sighs> I could see Alabaster was thinking something. Probably about how I'm such a good boy and he loves me. But then he just poured some warm water on my tongue and unstuck it from the ice. And we just sat there, looking at the beautiful lights. And listening to the waves lap over the black sands. Until, Fred, I know I'm entirely imaginary and you're like half imaginary, but are you still absolutely freezing? Yeah. Let's get inside. Fortunately, we'd used Mr. Eric's hard little plasticky thing to rent a car. A fancy, expensive Italian car. Whose name made my tongue tie a knot when I tried to say it. And you're sure Mr. Eric's okay with us, uh, renting this? As sure as I am that you're driving on the wrong side of the road! Actually, most of Europe is a right-hand driving. Quick, get in the other lane! Get your tongue off the wheel! And so, after a few mistakes that were probably mostly alabasters... Watch out for that sheep, Fred! We were invited to the Register of Vehicles of the Icelandic Transport Authority! We're in serious trouble, Fred. Sheep endangerment is no joke around here. Sheep endangerment is never a joke, Alabaster. You know what, Fred? I have been trying to help you. But if you're so determined to do everything by yourself, then fine, I'll let you. And Alabaster finally took the hint and gave me some space. How is my tongue stuck to ice again? I am indoors. That is because your fur is very icy and you're licking it right now. Feralise? What are you doing here? Seems like most of us ended up in Iceland. Maybe because you always wanted to see the northern lights? And so the time vortex? Can also read minds? Or follow imagination? And they will not let me operate a motor vehicle, even though I am a superior being and robot. That must be really frustrating, Learninator. You don't know the half of it, Fred. I can't even use my teleport powers to get us out of here. Oh, no spread, all right? And I just woke up here, but it's warm, so I never left. That tracks, Jojo Fluffy Cat. So now, we're all stuck here forever. Who are you? Queen and Cherry Cordial. Uh... Candy the Kid's mother? One of the wealthiest candy magnates and what if world? Do you make stick candy? No, but we could. Then it's decided. We gotta get you all back to what if world. So this queen lady can make me stick candy that doesn't get frozen to my tongue. Why would anyone make candy that freezes to your tongue? I don't know, queen. Why don't you ask Iceland? Oh my. And so, after paying an enormous fine on Mr. Eric's plasticky thing, we all piled into the very small, expensive sports car without wiping our feet. Yeah, it's kind of tight in here, isn't it? I could make it bigger with magic. Beep boop I guess. Your magic doesn't work here. Deep. How dare you call me a dupe? Whatever that is. As the fanciest cat in the car, I would like to sit on the most comfortable lap. You're not fancier than me, Cleopatra. Listen, I know you all had a lot of fun partying at the Register of Vehicles of the Icelandic Transport Authority. They're just so organized. And friendly. And I learned how to fill out paperwork in Icelandic. 
So fun. Well, now that all 12 of us have crammed inside this car, don't forget about Trina. Okay, make that 13. Wait, we forgot about the characters that aren't gonna say anything this episode. Okay, get in here, Squarebot, Bubble Max, Pixicato, Charlie Chicken, Mariah Caring, Cindy Crawdad, King Whiteon, Squidorella, Tabby Tulula, Mr. Mouser, and the rest. That's right, everyone pile in. Don't mind the crumpling sound. That's just the car expanding to accommodate us. I'm sure it's covered by the insurance I forgot to get. That's everybody. Now lead us back to what if world, Freddy. What do you mean? Don't you have a plan? Hey, you're president, Fairylise. But my magic doesn't work here. Oh, but I can only get myself to What If World. All right, then do that and go find help. But if I go to What If World, Mr. Eric will be able to see me and narrate and he'll be mad at all the things I did. Like spending $10,000 on a last-minute first-class flight to Iceland. No, I meant how I ate the tortilla chips he left out. You think he's gonna be mad about the Iceland thing too? Oh, don't worry, Fred. You can just run away from your problems forever and leave us trapped here on what is world. That's so nice of you, Petrina. Thank you. Oh, I thought the grandma guilt would work on him. It is no use. Doggies are immune to passive aggression and also sarcasm. Yeah, I never understand sarcasm. Then all is lost. I do understand sarcasm. I'm going to go save you. I just have to imagine myself being in What If World. And... Just like that, Fred was in What If World. Oh, Fred, I'm so happy to see you. And you forgive me for the first class flight and breaking the Lamborghini car? Oh, sorry, what's that about? There's no time to talk about all the money I spent. We've got to bring back What If World. So you don't found the rest of the What If characters, said Candy the Kid. He and the Kragen had been devising a plan to get everyone back. It was actually quite the story, you see. Mr. Eric. <laughs> Sorry, I just haven't been able to narrate much today. The fact is, I'm gonna need your help, Candy the Kid, the Kragen, and even you, Mr. Eric. I I'm helpful. I mean, you don't have a stretchy tongue. Or cotton candy boots. Or the infinite power of a horror beyond imagining. Uh, yeah, but I... I'm a pretty good narrator, sometimes. The fact is, I'm accepting help now, even from people who aren't very helpful. I just told you that I could- Alright, Fred. If you can get those characters near the imaginary porcupine racetrack in the sky that only what if characters can see, I can swing around the Kragen by his long tentacles like a lasso and bring them all up here. Oh, that's easy. I got like half of them packed in a little luxury sports car that I rented with Daddy's credit card. Oh. I hope they at least wiped their feet. They definitely didn't. But Fred, what about all the monsters and snakes and spiders and dragons and dinosaurs that have been stuck in my house for weeks? Well, your house has the What If Studio, right? Yeah. Then couldn't they have just stepped from there back into What If World at literally any time? Uh, is that true, Fred? Probably. But we've got a porcupine racetrack to ride, don't we, Mr. Eric? Oh, do I get to ride the racetrack? I love porcupines. Good, because you're going to have to sit on that big old porcupine right now, Mr. Eric. Oh, you know, maybe I'll just- And pick me up while you're at it. I'm not wearing porcupine-proof pants like you. These are just uh, khaki uh, joggers. Ah. And so we rode that porcupine racetrack in the sky. That connects all of What If World 
the whole of what is world. That's, That's great, great narration. narration. Seriously, everyone going to narrate except for me today? And then we saw the overstuffed Italian sports car bursting at the seams with whatever characters. Oh, no. I hope you got insurance, Fred. And I stretched out my tongue toward the uninsured car. While I flung the kraken by his tentacly limbs. And I grabbed the other side of the car. And I held on to Fred with one arm while holding on to a giant porcupine neck with the other. Oh, there's a lot of narrators, Mr. Eric. Too many cooks in the kitchen, if you follow. We followed until Mr. Eric started talking. That's patently unfair. And with one heave of my crag and lasso. And one pull of my slimy, extra-long rubbery tongue. We got the car full of what-if characters onto the porcupine racetrack and rode it back to what-if world. The end. Hey, look, snakes and spiders and dragons and other dinosaurs and all the rest of the monsters, said Draco Max, clearly not reading the room. We finally made it back to What If World from Mr. Eric's house. Except it looks like one big spooky theme park now. It looked like Mr. Eric might still need a little bit of help getting What If World back to normal. The end. This was supposed to be about you accepting help, Fred. Good luck, Mr. Eric. Adela, thanks again for your question. And let's hear our second question from Keelan. Hello, my name is Keelan. And I really like dogs. And my what-if question is where the what-if characters are. They're all in the... DMV having a party. Bye. Keelan, thank you for helping us find the What If characters. And thanks to all of you for your questions and support. You might know that we recently joined Airwave Media. They've got lots of great shows encouraging curiosity in both adults and kids. Like the show Art Smart, which helps grown-ups and bigger kids understand art better, which can increase our passion and appreciation. While Airwave is going to help us to keep this show going, we need your help too. You can support us at patreon.com slash whatifworld, and every supporter gets ad-free episodes, monthly bonus content, a shout-out on the show, and more. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that you are not responsible for your grown-ups' feelings. So just keep following your kindness and your truth. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>